0: Hi, I'm Carissa Schlott, and I am Charissa Schlott. Welcome to Between Between Us, a podcast that highlights our relationship as sisters,
1: providing a safe space to share our stories. These conversations highlight unity and connection, the through lines that connect all of us as human beings. Before we dive in, we would like to highlight that the views expressed in each episode
0: are a product of our own research and experiences.
1: Our opinions are not representative of any professional affiliations we may have. Episode 12, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. Charles Dickens.
0: And I did what I to acknowledge too before we get into a nice light fun holiday special edition that I know Christmas is a difficult time for some and there is a lot of stress as we all are chasing that sort of magic moment throughout the holiday season.
1: So we would like to devote this episode to our cousin DD, Devin Dagenstein, who we lost two years ago at Christmas on Christmas Day. And we would like our family, Uncle Dave and and their family, to know that they are in our thoughts. That's nice, sis. It's a double-edged sword. Christmas has happy and sad. <laughs> the light and shadow of every part of life.
0: Yes. And so we'll be ending the episode with some sparkly, happy, joyful magic of Christmas through my sons, Gabe and Bodie, who will share with us their favorite Christmas song and some Christmas trivia.
1: And as a side note, they are very energetic. They can barely contain themselves at this time of the year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if you need some caffeine or some energy or a boost of optimism to carry you through, uh, listening to them will bring that to you or will make you more exhausted.
1: (laughs) Yes. One or the other. (laughs) And the reason why they chose the song they did is because they are in Spanish immersion. So they are more fluent in a second language than we will ever be. That's correct. And as I shared on
0: my Christmas card that I mailed out, uh, they now know more Spanish than Steve and I, which means we no longer know what they're saying at the dinner table. They are likely talking about us (laughs) behind our backs. (laughs) (laughs) But they'll be very quick to explain what the Spanish word is for all things, all colors.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's
0: great. So I think it would be fun to share what our Christmas traditions are with our listeners or what some of the things that we do on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are.
1: I can't think of a lot of like very, anything like overly eventful for me, but on Christmas Eve, we always got to open one present. I do remember that. Mm Mm-hmm. And just in my spirit of being the sadness slash shadow person, for some reason, I always felt so sad that I had less than everyone. (laughs)
0: Like less presence than me and Jaden?
1: Yeah, I was like, I have less than everyone else.
0: And do you think you actually did?
1: Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But I always felt
0: like I did. That's funny. When you were saying that, I did think of a Christmas when our brother Jaden would have probably been about five years old, and he completely idolized our cousin Chad. And in the Christmas gift exchange, Chad had drawn Jaden's name. And so, as we passed out the Christmas gifts to everybody in the family, we realized somewhere mid opening that Jaden was missing. And we found him in his bedroom under his bed crying because. He thought that Cousin Chad had forgot him. But it, what had happened is the present was just left in the car. So Chad felt so bad, went out, got the gift and made, made James' whole Christmas that he got a present from his idol.
1: And, and it was very next level idol ship. <laughs> and still is. <laughs> That's true. It's That has not changed. <laughs> it's just got a little bit more limits because he's an adult. So they don't express the same emotions around it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Is there any other specific memories you have, sis?
0: I always appreciated that on Christmas Eve, we went into the church service and mostly because it was mostly singing. Yeah. And I remember that we we got to hold the candles as kids and they would come by with real fire and
1: (laughs) the candles. (laughs) We were all a little bit pyro.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit pyro. (laughs) I always remembered that, that service in particular being enjoyable. Yeah. And then I think the traditions of like, the, the baking from our grandmas, right? Grandma June would make shortbread. Yep. With the, the kind of twisted candy cane. And Grandma Laverne makes the most delicious uh, mincemeat tarts. Yeah. And butter tarts. Yeah, so lots of joy, I think, around like baking and eating. And then I guess on Christmas morning, we would always wake up bright and early. <laughs> Jaden would wake up first, wake the rest of us up and open our stockings and open presents. And then we would typically have our big Christmas feast on Christmas Day.
1: Mm-hmm where others would join yes like other yeah exactly extended family would join yeah on mom's side and we would
0: do christmas crackers the
1: oh yeah the loud poppers
0: loud poppers with the paper crowns and the bad jokes and terrible gifts (laughs) (laughs) and the garbage gifts (laughs) and yet they're probably the boys favorite part of (laughs) of Christmas outside of opening presents is those darn Christmas crackers.
1: I wonder what, I want to look into that. I wonder what the history behind the Christmas crackers are. Let's Google it. I actually, I remembered something that started that probably won't continue too. but Steve was with the keg for so many years that the only day the keg was closed is Christmas Day. <laughs> and so our Christmas Eve soon became a keg feast. So... All the food that would expire the next day or in, in the time that they were closed, we would have on our Christmas Eve dinner. So we were very lucky. What did we have? Mushroom caps, lobster, steak, prime rib, <laughs> and pretty much everything you can imagine. So we feasted like kings and queens.
0: We sure did. And actually, Steve said that to me this morning, that we'd like to carry that tradition on. So I think we'll we'll go and buy some cake appetizers this year just to have and enjoy on Christmas Eve and probably order sushi or something, something that the boys will like and we can enjoy that's on the lighter side before all of the, the turkey and baking.
1: That's perfect. But yeah, I guess that was a a born tradition that we that just kind of happened. It wasn't planned. Exactly. I'm trying to think if there's any other traditions that Steve's family brought. Well and I think we should just say too that because Steve has is Chinese or half Chinese that for for them the Chinese New Year is the big celebration
0: that's right with a big Chinese food
1: feast yep
0: red packs are given out to all of the kids and single people for good luck with money inside
1: I didn't know that one I need some I need some of that roll in my life.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay we need to give Auntie Reese some red
1: packs this year for Chinese New Year I need a mountain of red packs actually <laughs> Okay, let's look up the, I'm going to Google the Christmas crackers. So Christmas crackers are a traditional Christmas favorite in the UK, which makes sense because our great-grandmother, our mother's grandma was, was yeah, was British. Yes. So they were first made in 1845 to 1850 by a London sweet maker called Tom Smith, very classic name. So he had seen the French bonbon sweets, almonds wrapped in pretty paper on a visit to Paris in 1840. And when he came back to London, he tried selling sweets like that in England, but also included a small motto or riddle with the sweet. They didn't sell very well. So in 1861, he launched his new range of what he called bangs of expectation. Legend says that one night while he was sitting in front of a log fire, he became very interested in the sparks and cracks coming from the fire. Suddenly, he thought, what a fun idea it would be if his sweets and toys could be opened with a crack when their fancy wrappers were pulled in half.
0: That is really cool.
1: Oh, and the crackers were also nicknamed Cossacks, or to be named after the Cossack soldiers who had a reputation for riding on their horses and firing their guns in the air. (laughs) Nice. And then when he passed away, his three sons, Tom, Walter, and Henry, also very classic names, (laughs) introduced the hats into crackers. Anyways, that's cool. Yeah. We learned something new today. That's why we have it. It's a uh, British. And that makes sense because it was always Grandma June that we followed the tradition from. Yes, exactly.
0: And what would you say sis is your favorite all-time Christmas gift you've received or favorite Christmas ornament most prized
1: possession? Hmm. I really like my pickle too when I found those I found those at a house store. When I moved to Okotoks, actually, so it would have been about three years ago, and I just got really excited because it was the birth of a new tradition, and the boys will talk about that at the end of the episode, what the pickle ornament is, but it's a a German tradition, which we never had, weirdly enough. It must have just been lost along the way. No, it's a fun one.
0: Just as a disclaimer, not a real pickle. It's It's a pickle ornament pickle (laughs)
1: ornament yes good good call but I was thinking I wondered if it actually was a real pickle back in the day it might have been probably at one point it probably was
0: Pasta pickle in the tree whatever kid finds a pickle
1: (laughs) (laughs) otherwise you know what I remember most is we'd get presents but the best part was building things out of the boxes when we were kids yeah so we'd end up if we had something big, we'd end up building our forts or we'd make a house in the box. And that was always the most fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. The only gift I can really remember vividly as a kid was when we got our big Barbie house, which came with the big box.
1: That's what I remembered, the box of the Barbie
0: house. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would say my most prized Christmas possession is the nativity scene that was Grandma June's. Bodie has broken one. Poor baby Jesus has been broken and glued back together. And one of the cattle lost an ear from Gabe when he was little, but because it was, it's one of the few possessions that I have from Grandma June. It like always, I don't know, it brings back I guess childhood memories of Christmases with with her, and reminds me of her.
1: Yeah, filled with love and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you can't exactly. think about Grandma June without thinking about smoke. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I have anything of hers besides like maybe the teacups or something, but I don't think I took, I didn't really want any decor or anything like that. So yeah, fair enough. (laughs) But I think Oh, also I wanted to point out when we opened the dollhouse, the Barbie dollhouse, Mm -hmm. it was in the basement of our townhouse in Lomond before we moved back out to the farm, switch with grandma. So I had lots of fun memories. Yeah, me too. I think that was our last Christmas in that house before. I'm pretty sure because I have nothing else. I don't remember anything else from that, so I'm pretty sure that was our last Christmas. Probably I don't remember the the doll things overly much because whenever Krista was mad at me or not pleased with what I did, she would punish me or ban me from playing with the Barbies and all all the things attached to that.
0: My leadership style has evolved since then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But also, the Barbies were part of your teaching lessons, too, when you are a teacher to me.
0: Oh, they were?
1: Yeah. They were part of our classroom. We had a chalkboard, actually, because this was when we were in the farmhouse. We had a chalkboard, and you would pretend you were teaching, and I would be your student. And I think we had Barbies listening, too, as other students.
0: Listening into the instruction?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Goodness. That's so funny. Well, I guess I have one other memory, too, when we lived on the farm, and... We would go out ice fishing. I don't think you participated in that. That wasn't something Krista would have been interested in.
0: I did a couple of times with when we went with some family
1: friends. Okay, but not on our dugout one. I don't think you were there. No. Yeah, It was just Jaden and I and dad.
0: I prefer to look from the inside at the outside activities.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. You probably just stayed in with mom at the house.
0: Yeah, I probably was baking or reading or doing something inside where it was warm.
1: You yeah, know, Jaden and I and dad were fishing on the dugout and Jaden was a very energetic child, much like Bodhi, just very short attention span, very jumpy movie. And so obviously fish are not akin to that kind of fast movement. There was, I think we drilled at least two holes to fish from. And so I started catching a bunch of fish from the hole I was in and then Jaden would get mad. So then he'd, we'd switch holes and then I'd start catching fish at the other hole. And then he was upset about that. So then he said, let's switch fishing rods and we switched fishing rods and I still kept catching fish. And needless to say, I think we came home with at least four fish that all of them I caught and Jaden caught none and he was pretty bummed about it, but I couldn't explain to him that he needed to be calm. Yeah, poor Jay. <laughs> fishing was maybe now he'd do good but fishing back then for him was not his sport
0: (laughs) and what are you most looking forward to for the Christmas
1: ahead I think it'll just be nice that we can actually get together Mm -hmm. because last Christmas we were unable to meet hence pandemic so it'll be nice to just be together this year and I always look forward to Mm -hmm. people opening the presents that I Got because I I usually try to be very thoughtful about my gifts so that that's exciting for me just to see people opening what you've put effort into finding. What about
0: you? I think it'll be nice Christmas at our parents' house, which we lovingly call the cabin. They have an acreage with a log cabin in the foothills with a beautiful mountain view. So there's something about being there at Christmas time that just makes it feel extra Christmasy and makes the holiday special. It's so beautiful. So I'm looking forward to just cozying in at the cabin again from the inside, looking outside (laughs) (laughs) and really like resting and restoring and playing. Yeah. Really like giving myself all of the love and my family, all of the love. Nice. Yeah. That's
1: perfect. Yeah. And that's, I just parrot that. Like, it'll be nice, too, especially to be around the boys, kids who are so excited about Christmas. It definitely brings another layer of joy. Yeah, I agree. And it'll be interesting because we have so many animals in that house now. <laughs> yeah, there'll be five dogs. Five four dogs. Cats, four cats. One pig, rest in peace. Um, yeah. <laughs> some chickens, some cows. So we'll see how it goes because... Uh, Amma and Papa have a, a puppy and it's very energetic. <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be a little bit chaotic, but it'll be fun. It will be fun.
0: We also like playing games. We usually play games, on play cards or play games Christmas Eve or build puzzles or something together as a family.
1: Do you have any favorite games that stand out?
0: I do like playing cards because I like the variety and like, you know, we'll play 31 or we'll play... Presidents, or Big Five, or Crazy Eights, or whatever. I I like playing cards. How about you, sis?
1: Hmm. Nice. I think I prefer. I'm less into the cards, probably because it's like very mathy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like cards and chess. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I get that because I like the word games. Like I love the game of things when we play oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's fun too. Or I have the Speak Out game, so I'll bring that this year. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring Pictionary, too, because that one's always fun. Good idea. So I guess after we've shared all of our traditions and some memories, what do we hope for the listeners, Carissa?
0: My hope would be that during the holiday season, everybody gets a chance to unplug and reconnect to themselves and to their loved ones and just find that sort of like peace and joy state Whether that's, you know, alone in your apartment or surrounded by all of your loved ones, I hope that everybody just finds that peace and that calmness. Mm,
1: Nice. Yeah. And how about for you? So I guess I would say, I know, like I said, not every culture celebrates Christmas. And so I don't want to exclude them. I guess I I just hope that everybody has somebody to connect to this year because I know it especially with the pandemic, I think it's just really highlighted our isolation and a lot of the aloneness. So Mm. I just really hope that everybody has someone to share a moment with even. And so because I have so many, I count myself lucky. Mm. That's beautiful. Me too. And so I guess we will be ending the episode with our novel guest appearance.
0: (laughs) Happy holidays from our home to yours. We hope you have... A happy, healthy holiday season and a happy new year. And, and a happy
1: yeah. new year. <laughs> 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 it's... Oh, by the way, people, were not actually together in the same room. So if it sounds a little different, it's because we're recording over Zoom. Yes, the weather, the cold snap, the snow doesn't make... Very, it's not very conducive to driving. So anyways, folks, we are sending love, peace, joy, all of the classic spirit words and feelings. Oh yes, stay tuned for episode 13 with our mother, Brenda Schlott.
0: It's a good one.
1: Feliz Navidad.
0: Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, año and I wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom
1: of my heart. Okay, I'm going
0: to ask you some trivia questions, and whoever gets them right gets to open a present. Okay, Gabe. I'm going to ask you a question first. Okay. We'll start with the easy one. Yay! How do you say "Merry Christmas" in Spanish? Feliz
1: Navidad. Good Feliz Navidad.
0: job. I done it. Oh, but yeah, but this
1: is my question, buddy. Oh, what, is it? What's the next one? what
0: holds a place at the top of a Christmas tree?
1: Star. Very good. That's right. I have one to ask both of you. Okay. okay. So, what do you say to people that don't celebrate Christmas? Happy New Year. Yeah, that's a good one. What else do we say? Do we maybe say Happy Holidays? Yeah, Happy Holidays. <laughs> or Happy New Year. Or Have a good day. Perfect.
0: That's right. And what about in the movie How the Grinch Stole Christmas? The Grinch was described as three words. Do you know what they are? Uh, he let the little mm-hmm. go. Uh, this is the hard one. Uh, this is the hard one. Hmm. The answer is stink, stink, stunk. Hey. In Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Oh, look, uh, New York. Oh, that's Home Alone, too. Like Kevin goes to New York. But in number one, um, where is his parents? California. California. <laughs> Close.
1: Paris. <laughs> They probably started out in California.
0: Okay, what do we hang up in the doorway to make people kiss? Oh, mistletoe. Very good.
1: Hey, do you guys want to tell their listeners about our new tradition that we started with a specific ornament, a German ornament that's green and bumpy? Pickle, pickle, pickle,
0: pickle, 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 pickle! And what do we do with the pickle? We add it around the tree. Yeah, and you find it a little unpleasant. Yeah. Great. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bye. Hi, my name is Bodie. I hope you stay safe. Hi, my name is Gabe. I hope you have a great day. Audio production by Joel
1: Vargasy at Lewis Studios.